0: Bible to Numbers chapter 14. If the Lord delights in us, then he will bring us into this land and give it to us, a land which flows with milk and honey. Only do not rebel against the Lord. Only do not rebel against the Lord. Nor fear the people of the land, for they are our bread. Their protection has departed from them, And the Lord is with us. Do not fear them. Spirit of the living God, I thank you for what you've already done. Thank you for what you're about to do. Thank you for your word. Thank you for the ability to articulate and bring truth to your word. But also for the timeliness of your word. So Father, as you do more in me, you'll do more in them all those who are hearers that will hear what the spirit of the lord is saying to the church i dare not speak unless i have been spoken to father i have been spoken to now therefore i speak what you have spoken in the name of jesus i pray amen amen and amen go ahead and take your seats my title is the protection is gone the protection is gone um that's according to the portion of scripture that i read Uh, Many of us seem like we have not been protected. And there are certain times and certain seasons that God does certain things. And if you're not conscious of the fact that your, your, your enemies or your opposition has been disabled, you will operate in fear of something that God has already disabled. We have a tendency, and I watched the church and I studied the church, uh, but I watched it for a long time, sit and wait when it should be active. I watched groups of people sit and wait when they should be active. I watched people sit back should, when they should be doing everything they can to engage. I watched people resign when they should be looking for that position. I watched people depressed when they should be happy and excited. I can always tell when they're not synchronized with the season of God, especially when it's a happy season and they come to church depressed. You can look out over the audience and tell who's connected and who's not connected. You can tell who got your email, who didn't get your email. You can tell who prayed this morning, who didn't pray this morning. You can tell who the worshipers are and who the workers are. We work and worship, a worship and work. If all you do is work, you're going to miss your blessing because you'll be working for the rest of your life without getting what God has promised you. So we worship and we work. I work harder after I worship because I have confidence in what I'm working on because my worship gives me the right place to push. Without worship, I am in obscurity. I don't really know what I'm doing. When I worship, it gives me focus, fine-tune, so when I put my energy and my time and my resources into thing, I get high levels of productivity, and I'm determined that I'll always be like that because I have one life to live, and I'm not gonna let anything take it from me. So as we go through, you can turn to Hebrews chapter four. I'm gonna read some in that too because it relates back to Numbers chapter 14. So there are portions in, in the book of Hebrews that relates back to Numbers and, and Exodus, and Numbers and Exodus, they talk pretty much about some of the same stuff that was going on with the children of Israel. Whenever God gives you a great opportunity, you have to recognize it. The way you recognize it, this is not a time that you should be a prayerless people. This is not the time that you should be without worship because it builds your sensitivity to what God is doing. If you don't spend time in prayer and worship, you'll wind up fighting what you've been believing for. I've seen a lot of people fight healing and they've been believing for it because they're fighting the person that healing flows through. Isn't it something you prayed all night, Lord, heal me, and then you reject the one that the anointing is on, flowing through the heal. Isn't it something that you want wisdom and then you reject wisdom because it didn't come up in your mind, it came through the mouth and heart of somebody else? So you got to understand those things. Hebrews chapter four. You're not going to get all the information because God didn't choose you to be the leader. What's the use to having all the information when you are a real wheel? There has to be information in that cockpit. And the ability to read the gauges. Hebrews four, verse one. Therefore, since a promise remains of entering his rest, let us fear lest any of you seem to come short of it. So the promise remains. And he says, fear, this type of fear is the type of fear that says, I am not missing time in prayer and worship. And I'm not spending missing time of hearing the word, because if I do, I may miss it. Verse two. For indeed, the gospel was preached. So you see, this is what I'm preaching. I'm preaching the gospel of Jesus Christ or the gospel of the kingdom to us as well as to them. But the word which they heard did not profit them not being mixed with faith in those who heard it. For we who have believed do not do enter that rest as he has said. So I swore in my wrath they shall not enter my rest, talking about those who did not believe, although the work was finished from the foundation of the world. So a work that's already finished, things that are already done, unbelief keeps you from obtaining it. Nothing's about to happen it's already happened. Belief gets you into it. So this particular thing that had been given their problem was was their belief system after I'm done with this particular message and I do the dedication message on this coming Sunday because every year we've learned to dedicate everything back to God. Every ministry that I lead will dedicate it back to God every single thing so the devil can't have it anything that's coming after anything that belongs to me and I give it to God you are in for a major fight because you're going to fight something you can't see his name is God. So you always give every, it's just like uh, dedicating your children. You don't want the devil to have them, so you give them to God. Some of you don't want the devil to have your children. But those of you who have dedicated your children, you give them back to God so that Satan doesn't has, have ultimate access to them. They may be crazy for a little while, but they're going to come back to themselves. I'm not saying none of the ministry that I do would be challenged, but I'm saying this, it will not suffer loss. We going not give it back to God. So you need to get your business. You need to get your ideas. You need to get everything and you give it back to God on this coming Sunday. We will do that annually. Why? Because we'll make sure the devil doesn't ever get anything back that God has put under our care. So we see here in scripture, we see Joshua and Caleb. They're the older crowd. Everybody else that was older is dead. Moses is dead. That whole group is dead. So you leave these two guys and they're at that point in time to where it's time to go in and possess. And they're thinking, now, guys, we're aging. We don't need to be acting foolish at our age. Now, let me talk about that. That's not in my notes, but let me talk about it. You're too old to be foolish right now. I'm I'm serious. You're too old. I'm not not talking about anybody. I'm just talking in general. You're too old to not believe in me and you've been in this church that long. You're too old to be tripping like that, and you've been around that long, and you've seen my leadership that long. You're too old to be tripping like that. So he's saying to them, why y'all tripping like that, and you got that kind of history, and you tripping like that. You, you've seen my leadership too long to be half committed. These other people, some a lot of these other people are learning. You're not learning. You're lazy. You know better than that. So Joshua and Caleb is letting these guys know, hey, man, don't be tripping like that. And they rip their clothes. God's been too faithful to us. He delivered us from Egypt. He protected us. He equipped us. He moved us into greater places. And now God wants to do more for us. And you you 10 that's been running in a little crowd playing video games and looking at football all day and all night and never doing what you're supposed to do. Don't try to discourage everybody else from a season that God has set for us. You always got some of those old folks that's lazy trying to talk other folks out of what God wants to do. But then you also got these two individuals, Joshua and Caleb, that had faith at the beginning and got faith in the middle and is going to have faith in the end. And they're going to enter into God's best with a bunch of young people. That's all that's going to happen. They're going to enter into God's best with a bunch of young people. All right. So don't stop your praise. If you're 50 up, keep on praising. I'm not, I'm not going to the gym just because I like going to the gym. I'm going to be fit when it's time to go in. <laughs> you think I'm not going to be able to enjoy myself because I'm crippled, my back hurt? No. I'm keeping myself so when I get in, I ain't going to look at it. I'm going to enjoy it. Now, if you don't consider this a service, you consider it a, a fitness time. Why they moving? We getting fit for where we going. You already winded. We just stepped out in Gilgal. You know where that? That was the first place they went into, and you already winded. So. Joshua and Caleb understands that when God gives you a word that he has given you something, just because they didn't hear from God doesn't mean God has not given it to them. God is giving you that land. Well, I'm going to see for myself. I'm going to do this, and I'm going to have this kind of meeting. Well, you go ahead and have all these meetings. We gone. So he, they, they, they're... they're They're frustrated, so they take their clothes and they rip their clothes. Guys, do y'all know what kind of opportunity this is? Do y'all know what we've been through? Maybe that's the problem. You don't know where we came from. You don't know how much we already been through, and we ain't going to let you put us back through it. So they had been through so much, and now God wants to do good for them. And some people get caught up in their trouble, get caught up in their suffering, and identify themselves as a sufferer or a victim. Sometimes success scares people because it's it's different than what they're accustomed to. So I'm going to give you a few points here that are very, very important. The word of God focuses on the land and not the opposition. You notice when they start talking in numbers, they're not talking so much about the opposition as they are about the land. The land is being described. Whenever you talk more about your opposition than you do your promise of property, then something's wrong. You're probably with that other 10. When you start, when you're constantly talking about what we can't do, what what, what, what we're going to do, you're not going to do anything. In that portion of scripture, the focus is that it's a good land. Joshua is telling them it's a good land. Now, I, I, I've been around several groups of people as I've been growing in Christianity. Most of the people uh, think I don't know anything, but I, I, I've been around several denominations. And I knew how to operate like that denomination that I was in because I wasn't sent there to change it. I was sent there to learn from it. So I learned from it. You will find that I am extremely flexible. I'm not like you, can't flex. I'm extremely flexible because of where I'm going. If you can't flex, you can't go. So I'm extremely flexible to the Baptist I'll become a Baptist to the Methodist I'll become a Methodist to the Presbyterian I'll become a Presbyterian whatever you need me to be I'll sit there just like you Paul said become all things to all people you put a rap song on I'm going to start dropping it like it's hot but you've got, you've got to learn how, you've got to know how to cross over. And if you're stuck in that place, you're probably stuck with a demonic activity. Keeps your mind closed to anything other than what you think you know. So the word of God focuses on the land and not on the opposition. Who talked about the giants? they did. God didn't say anything about the giant. God didn't say anything about the opposition. They start talking about the problem. That's your problem. You always looking with a negative eye. All this good going on in this church and you, you have serving because you're looking at the negative. Wherever anything good, you work with some crazy people too. If you work with crazy people, you think you ain't gonna go to church with some half crazy too? Oh, but this is a church. No, you. Let's take it a step further. You ate turkey with some crazy folks. Just the other day. You ain't gonna tell me have your family ain't crazy. But in Numbers 14, verse 6 through 9, the the focus, the focus is not on the opposition. It doesn't matter. When God speaks to you, opposition doesn't matter. When God speaks to you, empty bank accounts don't matter. When God speaks to you, uh, bodies that are in pain don't matter. When God speaks to you, it may be deranged in your mind. But if you can get a sentence from God, it'll straighten up all that chaos going on in your head. God only speaks to bring restoration to you. God will restore an area that he didn't even speak about. If you can receive part of what God said, he'll restore an area that was not in the sentence that he, he gave you. Any part of the word can solve any problem that you have. But you've got to receive the word. And stop focusing in on the opposition. In God's ordained season, the opposition is defenseless against us. In God's ordained season, there's a difference between season and ordained season. These seasons that we are ordained by God. You're still trying to judge our church based on the last church you attended. and We're nothing like the last church that you attended. I am nothing like the last church you attended. If you see the difference in me, you ought to see the difference in the church. I am an announcement to you that your season has come. My presence is an announcement to you that your season has come. Whenever your season comes, there's a different sound that comes out of your leader. I didn't want to be replaced, so I let God change my tune. Any leader that doesn't change their tune, God will get another person. Leaders have to pivot. The reason old gets discarded because it won't shift in its thinking. You're saying I'm too old. No, you won't change your mind. In God's ordained season, the opposition is defenseless against us. It's what the Bible said. Now you fight with the word. I want to warn you about something. If you ever grab the edge of a sword, You want to get bloody real fast, fight with the word. It cuts on both sides. That's why it's so important for preachers to preach the word and not their philosophy and all these different ideas. You ain't got to cut them. Let them cut themselves. And God's ordained season the opposition is defensive. He said, the Bible said, listen to this. The Bible said that these people who were their opposition, if they did not rebel, rebel, said that they were our bread. Their protection has departed from them. There is no force field protecting them from you. See, if you read the book of Judges, you you read about Gideon. The, The Midianites were like grasshoppers in numbers. Locusts that covered the ground. And they were afraid of Gideon and his 300. They understood that they had no protection from Gideon. The enemy understands that it has no protection... From Apostle Stephen A. Davis and refresh. He understands that. If he didn't understand that, he he he. Listen. Let me tell you why they come and try to sway you, and they don't come talk to me. Because you ain't tight enough. Enemy always scanning to see those who got the little funny attitude. They can read the back of your head, know you ain't committed. Myself and Lady Davis, we used to watch my father's broadcast on TBN years ago. And uh, while we're sitting there, we're listening to the word, but we could see the back of the heads of some of the leaders going, what's up with them? Then not long after that, he would send them on an assignment to get them out of his (laughs) church. Now they got to feel what it's really like to lead, and they have not sown seeds of faithfulness. Now whatsoever thou sowest, That shall thou also reap. You want faithfulness? You sow faithfulness. Don't let us read the back of your head. Because your crop will come up. So this particular season is an ordained season. The opposition is defenseless against us. So whatever we come together and decide to do, we've won before we even open the gate. We have a private school that we have on the agenda. We've already won with that private school. We have other locations, even on foreign lands. We've already won. Do you know what it's like to win before you ever step out? See, when you're with God, when he said, I have given, you have won everything in your spirit place or in the place that God has given you is already in trouble they ain't about to be in trouble if you read your bibles and read your bibles correctly when they heard that God's people were coming through they were nervous what is refresh doing now what what is it meet me at the 50 they that people have asked me that because they nervous why they nervous because they figure somebody's gonna meet me there They would love for me to be at the 50 by myself but i'm not at the 50 by myself and that makes them nervous and and people and systems are getting nervous because i'm not standing at the 50 by myself and those of those who are questioning me would love for me to be here by myself on a wednesday but i'm not here by myself on a wednesday and in fact that my leadership is becoming more and more attractive so it's going to be hard for me to go anywhere alone if i Only way I'm going alone is I don't tell where I'm going. So you got to monitor things when when the opposition loses its ability to be effective. You got to pay attention to that. At that time, you need to make sure you're making a full investment. You don't need to be casual when those seasons come around. Because see, most of you who don't understand investing, you want you if you anticipate it, man, this going to pay off one day. This, this is going to pay off. Oh, yeah, this going to pay off. So I'm going to pull myself into it because I need a big return. All of you who need a big return, you need to make a major investment. Never, never make a minor investment when you're believing for a huge return. These these people are going in. It just may not be all the folks that was playing around, but they're going in. I changed this one up just a little bit. For those who already written it down that I sent it to, I changed it up just a little bit. If we are going to ever overcome our fears of entering in, the time is now. Now let me help y'all. Let me help y'all. You know, those of you who got all this church hurt that you're taking from church to church to church that started with family hurt. That helped you to recognize church hurt. Because if you never had family hurt, you would not identify with church hurt. So church is filled with family hurt. So when you see these people having these seizures in church. It's because they relate back to what happened in the house that was supposedly safe. I've gotten to the place that when you start looking at me funny, I didn't do anything to you. Something you done done triggered. And you having a flashback because we ain't been that close. I ain't had that much interaction with you for you to be acting funny like that. So you got a trigger that started long before you met me. I didn't even know you, but I came to help you with your trigger because your trigger has kept you out of your promise. All these years you've been out of your promise because of that trigger. I think every time, for 40 years they were getting close. Every 40, because they walked in circles. Every, Every year they got close. Because it was only, probably several times in a year they got close. It was only an 11-day journey. They got close so many times. And every time they got close, the trigger would take off. Something familiar from some place that Moses didn't know nothing about. Yeah, it set it off. And you got to be careful when you start thinking back while we're moving forward. I don't look nothing like them. I don't operate anything like them. So don't categorize me with them. I was kind of liking you till you started. I'm like, they they are they they seem pretty cool. Then something triggered them. If we're going to ever overcome our fears of entering in, the time is now. If you're ever gonna whip that of fear, this is time for you to do it. This is the time for you to wrestle that thing to the ground and defeat it perpetually where it never comes up again. If you're going to ever get into what God has for you, you're going to have to nail that distrusting spirit on you to the ground. in in the book of Hebrews chapter 4. It was a fear. It was fear. It was fear. It was fear. It was was a fear not not just, he said there's two types of fear. Fear that you don't hang out with the crowd that never enters in. That's one type of fear. So stay, that's more of like a reverence. This other type of fear is that everything I went through in Egypt I'm rehearsing it in the wilderness, and as soon as I get close to the threshold of the promise, it comes back up again. We went through this, this program called Conquering Canaan. Canaan was the land that they travel through. That was their promised land. God had given um, Abraham, Canaan, promised it to him. So it was their inner issues that caused them problems in their promise. The way of thinking, the way of processing. So when God wants to take you in, he's got to deal with the stuff you ain't telling us. We just see you acting it out. So you got to be courageous enough to overcome. I oh, don't know. Apostle got count kind of aloud. That's the way my daddy used to talk to me. I... I I wasn't talking to you. I was talking to that demon that was on your daddy. When I get bold, I'm not talking to you. I'm talking to that thing that's been haunting you for a very long time. So, so you, you're going to have to deal with these fears that's keeping you from entering in. God will only place opportunity before us. But he, you, we have to take hold of it. So God will place opportunity in front of us. You, you want him to set the opportunity up, drive you to the opportunity, sit you in the seat of the opportunity, and spoon feed you in the opportunity. Because they were so accustomed to miracles when opportunity came, they didn't know what to do with it. It has to be a shift in your mind. You can't keep waiting on a miracle when you're in the promised land. You got to work your stuff. You got to sharpen your skills. You got to sharpen your ability or all you're gonna be doing is sitting around waiting for a handout. And you're like, Lord blessing all these other people. Do you know how many hours they put into that blessing? You jealous of people who are spending hours preparing, hours studying, researching, doing all kinds. you jealous of them? Well, why the Lord, bless them. Because they put their effort into what God gave them. Well, how does it get these messages? Time. It takes time. I give God time. I study Let me tell you the problem that the world has with the church. You sit there and wait on what he promised you, and they take hold of what you've been promised. That's why they have a problem with you. Because you you won't you won't take hold of it. Lord, please bless me. Lord. Please bring some deliverance to me. So he sent me. (laughs) I'm the answer to your prayer. Now you want me to come to your house. No, you come to this house. You take hold of what I'm preaching. And you work that thing, work that thing, work that thing. You don't want me to be your buddy. I don't cook well when I'm your buddy. But if I'm not your buddy and you let me do what I do and you do what you do, you will see some things happen in your life that could not have happened if I was anything other than what I am to you. God will only place opportunity before us, but we have to take hold of it. Lord, I know you want to bless me with a position. And they email me about an interview. But Lord, I think you can give me the position without me going to the interview. See, y'all laughing. But we got some people that's so spiritual, they think like that. I'll know it's you. Because if you give me the job and I don't go to the interview, then I'll know it's you. And, and you, you want to know why, why I had to opt out of some stuff? Because I'm like, Mm-mm, no, I mean, I, I'm, I'm spiritual. I pray, but no, no, that's weird. No, you got a great opportunity and then you're going to fleece it. Those of you who don't know what fleecing is, you know, <laughs> Gideon needed some proof. You're not Gideon. Go get your stuff. Why, why you, why you keep putting that kind of pressure on, on God, Lord, Lord? I, I read it out the Bible. Unless Apostle preaches, I am not going to, I am not going to believe it. So you got to wait until I do all my business, and then finally the message comes around. And you could have already been enjoying yourself, girl. You waiting on me to say what you know God already said? any of y'all you watch christian television i do encourage you as a believer to watch christian television well most of what you see on christian television was recorded about a month ago so what you currently hear god said a month and a half to two months ago so by the time it airs you're about a month and a half behind So he's, he's placing all this great opportunity in front of us. And we don't know if we want to grab a hold of it or not. And then we get jealous of people who grab a hold of it. Ain't no need of getting jealous of my stuff. I grabbed it. I just, all, I done, all I done was grab it. He said it was mine. I said, sure, you're right. And I grabbed a hold of it. You don't have to say it but one time to me. Once you tell me what belongs to me, now I'm going to praise you for it. I'm going in on that one. Oh, yeah. I'm going to put my teeth in that one. I'm not backing off on that. I don't care what nobody said. Because you, your critics are not going to help you pay for it. So if you tell me what you're doing and see all my messages are tailored for refresh and they spill over into the world. What would be ashamed is you be joined to us and not eat with us. If you listen to any of my messages, I know people trying to change my messages now, because they 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 I ain't going to say that. I'll just keep it. But they want to change my messages now. Well, you would have had to go come up years ago to change my message because I'm saying the same thing, just saying it a little bit differently. Every single year I teach on the kingdom. Every single year I teach on faith. Every, every single year, about the same time. Just because you weren't here the last time doesn't mean I'm going to stop teaching the way I teach and preaching the way I t- preach. Now, it's your fault that you didn't get it last year. Because if I said it last year, it was available last year. Anything I preach comes from God and it's available right now. Now, faith is the substance of things. So, you just didn't have faith when I said it. I always fine tune my emotions and my heart that when my leader spoke, I had enough faith to grab hold of it. Yeah. I'm like, I got it. You know, all of a sudden, you, you don't have to make it produce. If you get it in your heart, it's automatically gonna do 30, 60 or 100 fold. If your heart is, if you ain't mad at your neighbor, jealous of all these folks you know then your soul is going to produce see i have to guard myself so you know i don't compete with other folks because i need my heart right Because I I receive a lot of word. You understand what I'm saying? And I need that word to produce in my heart. And it only produces from my heart. So I got to make sure I'm not mad at anybody. Because I know the very time that the devil wants to make me uh, envious or any kind of resentment against somebody is the very time that God has sent some seed that he wanted to produce. And see, seasons change. Your seed should come up within 365 days some of it okay but if your heart is not right so I have to I have to make sure my heart right a lot of crazy stuff goes on a lot of stuff I don't understand but I'm saying you're not going to get in my heart I got got some word that I'm nurturing, that I'm watering, because this word is going to catapult me to where God wants me to be, and I'm not going to let anything cancel my seed dig up my seed. And you have to be determined. I'm going to just teach you this. I'm going to take a few min- moments and teach you this. Ain't nothing anybody can d- do to me to get me to dig up my seed because my seed has to have soul, and my heart has to be right so it can produce. So those of you who are frustrated, get frustrated with yourself and tell self, you're not going to act like that. You're not going to harbor that. You're not going to be jealous of those people. You're not going to feel resentfulness against those people because they have something that you want. See, I need, my, I need my heart to capture it. Sometimes I've been sitting and, and I've heard messages and I said, I got it. And then I start seeing it. I got it. That's what faith is. I got it in my heart. You walk away, nothing physically has changed, but the inside of you, inside of you, you're sure. Oh, my God. God, you round there you smiling you patting your feet you dancing you you go back to work the next day and looking around at everybody and them looking at you because you know you got it now you know you got it now you know you got it there's some big dreams I have. There's some big things i got going on. And I said, Lord, I got to get it in my heart. I got to get it in my heart. And I've been processing. I got to get it in the soul Because if I get it in the soul, ain't no enemy to come dig it up. And you gave me a promise. I'm going to hold on to my promise with the soul of my heart. And I'm not going to let anybody give me an open heart surgery by doing something I don't like. You do everything you want to do that I don't like. I'm still going to love you. to grab a hold of it it's time to wake up in faith and enter the land of rest it's time to wake up in faith and enter the land of rest the land had rest to it you can move in a house but that may not be the land no wonder you ain't got no rest it was the land that produced rest So let's just talk about the land that flows with milk and honey. Where do you go for vacations? Wherever you go to rest is what you should own. Where where do you go to rest? Wherever you go to rest should be where you live. So there ain't no need of you getting arrogant when you got to take a break to go to somebody else's land to rest. How in the world you going to start looking down on folks and you have to go to the beach and you don't own the beach? Because I know when you go to the beach, you rest. i seen some of your feet up down there. You're posting everything. And when I see your posting, I said, they don't know they don't own that. They don't know that God gave that to them. They sitting around in Jordan and paying some fee on somebody's hotel, somebody's condo. They don't understand that that belongs to them. The land of promise is a land of rest. So if I can't rest in Birmingham, I am just doing my assignment here. Where do I rest? You got to know the difference between what you were, your assignment, and your resting place. I know the difference, and I always told my girls, I, "Girls, I'll tell you. I said, don't you dare try to find a mate with people I am called to minister to. Why did you tell them? Because those people have needs, and you will deter them from getting their need met. By being in a relationship with them. Now I don't think they all heard me. But I did say it. Because there are nurses who marry men. That come into the hospital. And there are women who marry men who are incarcerated. You're supposed to be in the security. And you married the criminal. So you got to understand where your land is. You're not going to beat me doing what I do. Because this is what I do. This is what I do. You're not going to outthink me. I'm going to help you to think. Because every summer that you go visit your land. You keep visiting. I'm going to be able to go anytime I get ready. Because when it's yours, there ain't no visiting, it's living. I don't know how many breaks you need out of a year, but if you own it, you can take all the breaks you want. You know when people start acting out, they need a break. But they don't have land. I need a break. I'm sitting here. I'm about to pull my hair out. I'm working from home. And I still can't get a break. Because that's not it. And we've gotten all up on ourselves. Over a house that we don't rest in. I tell you're not resting because we have to do so much in praise and worship. See, you, you have to understand what he has given you and take hold of it. And once you take hold of it with your heart, don't, don't ever let it go. See, y'all, if people are jealous of me now, and I'm, just, I'm, I'm not really resting now. I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. I'm not really resting now. I'm not really resting. I'm, bu- I'm about to rest. But I'm, I'm not really resting the way I should rest. And, and see, I get better when I rest. Those who have been around for a while, they know when I come back from a break, oh, it's on. It's, it's, it's on. Because I've gone to a place that was mine and rented it and got some rest. I am not gonna rent my rest for the rest of my life. I'm going to tell you, I'm not going to rent my rest for the rest of my life. I need you to get on board, not renting your rest for the rest of your life. It is time for you to occupy. You need to get on board with me. You need to stop looking at me crazy and start to accept what God has given you. Now, that's too much. That ain't the gospel. That is the gospel. I don't know what you've been hearing, but that is the gospel that I am preaching right now. And it will liberate your life if you will allow it to. And if you had a plan. Place where nobody can interrupt your rest where you can sit there kick your feet up and you don't have to get up to when you want to get up you don't have to go out unless you want to go out you know you you need a place to rest and you wonder you want to know why others last so much longer because they have a place to go rest all we do is work 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 no we win 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 If you want to win, you have to have a place of rest. And you got to run them Hittites out and stop them from resting in a place that God has designated for you to be able to rest. I'm resting. Oh, you got bars on your windows. You got a. Uh, you got cameras all around your house. Look, it looked like Christmas lights. You got so many cameras around your house. You you so nervous about everything, and you call that rest. When you get your let me let me help you when you get your land you're not going to have a problem with the other people next to you because they know in order for you to be there you must have it going on in, in order for you to be there you you must you 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 know they don't see there's certain places we've gone to they didn't look at our color they just oh they must have it going on he must know something if he's up in here I'm telling you right now God's about to throw something at you that when people see you there they're gonna automatically think oh they really some something, something's good about them they know something and you do know something why because I just shared it with you it is yours it's yours and not somebody else's. It's yours at refresh. You don't want to be refreshed? That's your problem. But it's ours. All down the beach, I'm gonna I'm gonna go be going down the beach. Uh, hey, Apostle Smith at his beach house. Hey, Apostle uh, Gary at his beach house. And feet because it's yours, I'm going to the lake. When I see him, I'm gonna look across the lake and I'm gonna say, "Hey, there!" To the Wallace is on the other side of the lake. When I go to the river, I'm gonna see some of my church members going down the river in a kayak why because it's ours the devil is alive I'm gonna take the lid off of this place that's why we gotta work together baby I need you you need me and God has already blessed us we're blessed with every spiritual blessing I ought to go. But don't you dare get satisfied. They telling them religious folks, oh, you just need to be content. Content is rebellion when you hear a word like this. The Bible said that if they did not rebel, they would enter in. When you hear the word of God like you've heard it, if you resist it, you're no longer ignorant. You are rebellious. We wonder what rebellion is. Rebellion is when the man of God preaches truth, and you talking about. I don't know. I don't know about that. Is called rebellion. But I rebuke the spirit of rebellion off of you right now. That the word of God will enter your heart and bring forth a harvest in your life that you don't have room enough for, to receive. I choose not to rebel against the truth. If God wants to bless me, I'm going to be blessed. If God wants to increase me, I am going to increase. If God wants to favor me, I am. To be favored, not gonna fight my own blessing. If you've been waiting for this word, shout and give, shout and give. My faith wouldn't lead me out. I heard it. I believe it. I receive it. It don't matter what anybody thinks. I heard it. I believe it. I receive it. It's in my heart. When I wake up, my dreams come to pass. What is it that God wants to do for you? that your family members are talking you out of it. He didn't bring you around me for you to stay in the condition that you're in. You have to hear something to have what he has promised you. And if you know how to hear and you know how to plant it in your heart, get ready for your harvest. That's why I like to give, I'm making an investment in my future. Telling the devil I'll never be poor. Telling the devil I'll never be broke. I'm not tithing just because Malachi says so I'm letting the devil know you messed up now. I got wisdom now. Heaven is open over my life. Gotta go. if, if God had not told Adam and Eve anything, just put them in the Garden of Eden, their act would not have been considered sin. But it was because of what he told them that caused their act to become sin. He who knoweth to do good and doeth it not to him, it is sin. So it became rebellion because they didn't believe They did not believe what God said. It's when you start believing in what you never had that God will bless you like you've never been blessed before. Oh, you want to give me that? Oh, you want to do that for me? Nobody's ever wanted to be that good to me. Well, get ready. Today is your day. Today is your day let me tell you this and we got to go the Lord said I want you to release an unusual amount of love to people but you can't receive that love if you don't have faith because you equate love as hanging out love has nothing to do with hanging out It's an expression towards individuals that no matter what your day is like, it is not a condition on whether or not you're going to receive love. So no matter what you do, no matter what you do, I'm going to love you anyway. Support, non-support. It doesn't matter. He said, release that. And I want to tell you, what trip you up is your love wall. trip you up if is your love walk if you keep your love walk right you will produce in every single season I promise you whenever the devil wanted to trip you up he sent somebody I always say I know what you're here for I'm not going to give you a moment of my time you are not going to get in my heart because there's too much in this season God's ready to do for me. Well, apostle's mad at me. No, I'm not. I may be a little bit disappointed because you blew your opportunity that, that God put before you. That's what I'm disappointed. But I'm not mad at you. What you better watch is that person coming to church with you. Because they're going to grab a hold of your opportunity. See, y'all got y'all got quiet then. If I was going to grab somebody's opportunity, i shout right now. <laughs> you don't want it. You don't want it. You don't want the opportunity. I'll take, I'll take it. 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 Yes, sir. I'll take it. Give it to me. Give it to me. I know what to do with it. There was some legal documents some years ago that was being drawn up. And we're we're about 15 minutes over. There were some legal documents that were being drawn up some years ago. And um, I really don't know how my name got on those legal documents except for the fact that I had a good heart. And I conduct myself the right way. Well, in order for my name, the, the documents already existed. And they had a name there. And that name was removed. And my name was placed there In wow. this season if you if you understand what I'm preaching some that there's so many places that somebody's name is being removed I didn't know that my name was on the documents until like four four years later so four years prior to my knowledge Somebody's name was removed and my name was put in place. And once your name is placed on a legal document, if there's no greater authority that removes your name, your name is valid for whatever that is. Y'all need to get this. This is what y'all under y'all under somebody that they erase one name and put my name on it that's what you are sitting under and that ain't the first time it happened stuff like that happens for me and I believe if you're under it what be on me be on you who's being erased (laughs) and then they're placing your name on a legal document it's gonna stand up in court it's gonna stand up before God And you're about to inherit everything that God has promised you. Somebody give God a shout of praise. Now, I do want you to come and throw something on this altar. Put something on the altar. Do something electronically. Whatever you got to do. Because this is your season